I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, January 9th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, Parks Canada is warning drivers to watch out for a very Canadian road hazard this winter, moose that want to lick your car. While this sounds like a hack joke about Canada, it's actually quite serious. Moose can't just buy... By the way, I used to think it was meese as the multiple. No, you didn't. It's not. Moose can't just buy a bag of chips when they get a salty craving, so they resort to licking, de-icing salt off of roads and cars in the winter. Well, having a moose walk up to your vehicle might sound magical, Stopping for them increases their risk of getting hit, so just drive on. Have you ever encountered a large animal while you were driving? I have encountered a moose. I was not driving, but we were whitewater rafting in Maine in, uh, oh my goodness, must have been the 90s. My dad was driving, and uh, we did encounter a moose on the road. It is nothing you want to be close to in your car if you're moving. It's They're huge. Every time I see the warning deer crossing sign, I am always cognizant of the risk and i do worry that someday like i'll just you know see one and run right into it well we just as you know we just got off an epic road trip over the holidays we weren't counting the number of deer on the side of the road but it was probably more than 100 wow between here and south florida and back yeah they're i guess obviously hard to avoid and they're not smart enough necessarily to stay off the road yeah it's nothing you want to hit in your car deer or certainly not moose i will take this warning to heart don't let moose lick your car and don't slow down And also, Jay, before we go, happy birthday to you. This is your birthday. It is my birthday. Thank you very much. It's uh, We won't say how old you're turning, but it's your birthday. It it is my birthday. It is a birthday that ends in a zero. So it's uh, those are always (laughs) big ones, I guess. It's a big one for sure. Yeah. What do we have for the Peak Pals Day aside from my biggish birthday and biggish animals you should avoid in the car? For our first story, trouble in the airspace. For our second story, Deloitte employees face the bots. And for our last news section, it's the big picture. Love the big picture. But for our first story, Boeing shares plummeted about 8% yesterday, which was to be expected after one of its planes blew a hole in midair. Sorry, we still can't believe that actually happened. And it's frightening. There's not some footage, but there are some people on the plane that did film it. That is terrifying. And I know this says, how did this go down? But I don't want to use that language, Brett. What happened? It went down, but it went down okay. Smoothly. Uh, (laughs) It did go down smoothly. The 737 MAX is, again, the most talked about plane in aviation for all the wrong reasons. Airlines began inspecting Boeing 737 MAX 9s, not to be confused with the MAX 8s, which we'll get into, after an Alaska Airlines flight using the craft had a door blown off shortly after takeoff, and they had to land with a gaping hole. The U.S. Federal Aviation Authority, the FAA, ordered Alaska and United, which fly 84% of all MAX 9s in operation, to ground the aircraft until inspections occur. Canadian airlines were unaffected as none of them have MAX 9s in their fleets yet. They just fly the MAX 8s that were crashing, not the ones where the doors were falling off. Right. These inspections had to wait until investigators retrieved the errant door plug, which they got a hold of yesterday after a Portland teacher discovered it in his backyard. What a surprise. What a surprise. It matters because aviation has had a turbulent start to the year after the 737 MAX groundings and the fiery runway collision at Tokyo's Haneda Airport. These incidents are evidence that the industry might still be under immense strain from the post-pandemic air travel boom. The industry cut millions of jobs when COVID hit. It has since struggled mightily to rehire at pretty much every position, from pilots and air traffic controllers to airplane builders and airline mechanics, leading to safety concerns and production snafus. A workforce that's understaffed and or less experienced is one that makes more mistakes. Mistakes that can manifest in the form of runway crashes or, in this case, faulty doors. Now to zoom out. 
Last year, there were 1,033 crashes involving commercial or private planes with over 18 seats per Jet Airliner Crash Data Evaluation Center. That's obviously a fun place to work. Significantly higher than the 10-year average of 869. The FAA also reported an uptick in near misses on U.S. runways. Yeah, but commercial air travel remains one of the safest modes of transport. Hopefully, with manufacturers and airlines can get the staffing levels back up, it will be even safer. For our second story, Deloitte is taking the expression time is money to heart with its new AI innovation. Yeah, here's what's happening. Consulting firm Deloitte has rolled out a generative AI chatbot to employees across Europe and the Middle East. The chatbot is an in-house tool designed to cut down workers' time spent on low-skilled tasks. This is all according to a story in the Financial Times. The chatbot, named Pair-D, will be used by 75,000 employees to answer emails, write code, create presentations, and conduct research, according to the company. Pair D was developed by Deloitte's Internal AI Institute, which opted for an in-house option as the firm's rivals turned to already established chatbots like OpenAI's ChatGPT. It matters because companies across consulting, law, and finance, where employees' time is, and in and of itself the primary service they sell, are increasingly turning to AI to free up their workers' capacity for more high-level tasks to boost productivity and cut costs. Deloitte rival PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, they still call them that, uses AI chatbots in its legal and tax divisions to summarize large documents, while the law firm Allen & Overy has their own AI contract negotiation tool. Yes, but paired D, like most AI tools, can sometimes turn out less than reliable information, an issue left to employees who have to verify the accuracy of the chatbot's final work. Now, here's what's next. Only 20% of Canadian businesses with more than 100 employees have already opted to AI, but that number is bound to grow in 2024 as businesses try to keep pace with companies in the U.S. integrating the technology at a much higher clip. And Brett, for our big picture... Aritzia wins a squiggly lawsuit. A U.S. judge dismissed a copyright infringement suit against Aritzia. Artist Richard X. Zawitz claimed the Canadian clothier's display sculptures, which consisted of metallic pink interlocking curved pieces, ripped off his work. The judge ruled that Zawitz could not claim ownership over the concept of squiggly statues. It's good to know. We should come up with uh, squiggly statues. So squiggly statues for a mascot. Right. Shell buys into Canadian LNG. Oil giant Shell signed a 20-year deal to buy 2 million tons of liquefied natural gas LNG annually from the KSI Lismis project in BC with plans to export the gas to Asia. The project could be Canada's second LNG export facility once it's running with another Shell-backed facility in Kitmat, BC set to be the first. Fears of widespread war in the Middle East are mounting. Wissam Tawil, a senior commander of the Iran-backed Lebanese militant group Hezbollah, was killed by an Israeli airstrike as the two sides traded fire along the disputed Israel-Lebanon border. Experts are worried that death could expand fighting and lead to an outbreak of total war in the region. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. Including Happy you, birthday, Brett. Jay. Oh, thanks, Brett. When you give me shock waves.